good morning, folks. It's 9.09, almost exactly. In fact, 3, 2, 1, boom. 9.09. And it's a Thursday, and we're, we've got a special topic today. You've heard the term AMVETS, right? American Veterans. And we're going to find about to uh, learn about uh, AMVETS in our region and our local chapter, Post 76. It's the party line on WATH. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. And um, our guests today, we have John Sequoy and uh, uh, Terry Berenger, right? Good morning. Jim Secoy. Jim, Jim Secoy. For, forgive me. I made him messed up my notes already. I'll get a pen out here and fix no, that. Giardino is hiding in the shadows. Now move up to that mic if you're going to talk. I said John G- Giardino is hiding in the shadows. That's, that's where I probably um, mm-hmm. fouled up there. I haven't known John but what? 30 years or so? Maybe Maybe 40, okay. Well, anyway, uh, and John's the uh, adjutant, right? Yes, he is. What is an adjutant? Uh, It sounds like um, some sort of illness, you know? (laughs) No, uh, John actually sets at our meetings. uh, uh, Regulars, auxiliary sons, and the riders, they all have an adjutant. All they do is they record the minutes of the meetings. And they make sure everything is written down, and then uh, those meeting those minutes have to be uh, typed up, and the state needs a copy of them, and we have to sign them at our next meeting from the previous meeting. So kind of like the club secretary, yes, right? Keeping exactly. all the records and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's see. Now, Jim, your role. What what is your title? I uh, just became the commander on July 1st of post 76. Okay, and is that, is that the top position? It sounds like it. That is the top dog down in the There in you the go. Post. There you go. Now, post 76 uh, is located where? 20 Campbell Street, right beside Jackie O's brew house. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. And, um, yeah, they just... Tore down a restaurant in front of there, didn't they? Sonic. Yeah. Was, is Jackie O's acquiring that, or do we know what's going there? The last I heard, I believe Sonic is going to rebuild. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, in any case, uh, down on Campbell Street. And, um, you know, I saw some statistics here, like um, how many members you have and that sort of thing. Uh, it's a sizable group, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, we have 258 regular veteran members. 213 of them are life members. And then we also have our auxiliary, our sons, and our riders. Uh, the auxiliary has 90 members. The riders have 120 members. It's all right. We can talk. We're, we're checking our numbers here, folks. Our writer's chapter uh, for the state of Ohio, actually, we are one-third of the entire state. Yeah, and the writers, uh, what, you know, I'm not familiar with that term. Okay, our writers are uh, 
members that have motorcycles and they do benefit runs and everything they work with other motorcycle benefit clubs but uh, to be a rider or a rider supporter you need to be a member of your parent organization which would be the regulars auxiliary or the sons to be a member of the riders okay now um a member and then you said another name and then the sons, right? The auxiliary, the ladies auxiliary. Okay, I got it now. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the radio now. You've got to speak up. <laughs> it, we're, we're, we're making some funny gestures here, folks, and, and I, I had to explain that the audience needs to enjoy these too. Well, let's see here, AMVETS. Uh, so... Um, you know, there are some, that, there's VFW, there's, name some of these organizations. Uh, you got the VFW, Veterans of Foreign Wars, you got the American Legion. Uh, well, the, the point is the there's... DAV, Disabled yeah. American Veterans. Yeah. Now, um, I did not, um, during my military service, I never was assigned overseas. Well, I guess I was overseas. I was in Hawaii, right? But um, but not uh, in a foreign country, let's put it that way. Um, I had the occasion to visit Vietnam twice, in Hanoi once, and so on. Anyway, um, but I didn't ever have to um, stay there for more than 48 hours, maybe. Um the um so you know some of the organizations want you to have had overseas assignments right they used to but uh i think that was a lot with the american legion but a lot of the they had only had certain dates and every their members are starting to fade off okay and they decided to open it up to more i see so that uh, they could bring the club back up well um amvets okay um let's see here who should i ask am i a member or not do you uh, know i don't know okay uh, we're gonna be you're gonna become one if you're not okay <laughs> I, I can handle that um Fair enough. So now dues are like um, really reasonable, you know? Our dues are $40 a year. Um, 25 of that goes to state. The club keeps the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But when you become a member, you get access to the post, and we have a very nice canteen, and people down there are great. Uh, we have uh, electronic bingo and pull tab tickets and and yeah. then summertime we have bike nights from the riders that put on a good friday night mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know food right yeah well they've had uh they used to cook and this year they decided to bring in food trucks that okay. way everyone's not they're not trying to get enough people to cook and help serve and everything uh all restaurants are dealing with an issue of enough people right yeah and um, I'm sure it's a struggle for you folks as well yes so food trucks that's kind of neat I uh, boy there's some good ones too aren't there yeah 
All right, so $40 a year. And um, let's see, to be a lifetime member, uh, like 213 of your 258 members are life members, if I read my notes right here. Um, so what, what's the dues in that situation? At the current time, it's 250 but we have heard from National that they possibility they will be going up and that and I haven't heard a lot about it but what some people said that it's going to go depending on your age okay from the veteran so the sure. younger veterans are going to be pay more than the older veterans now you folks do a lot of things in the community and and that's one of your points of pride right yes it is and um, so that's that's um, let's mention some of them now um, now let's see here. Then let me back up just a notch. Um, the um, AMVETS is not gender gender specific, right? There no, can be a male or female members. Yes. And even how do I want to put it? Um, uh, children of um, of AMVETS can be engaged, right? Yes, they can. Okay, and they can be adults or they can be youngsters, right? Um, right now, we don't have any youth programs, but, okay. you know, you're, like your, uh, the veterans' children can become, you know, if they're 18, they can become a member of the auxiliary or the sons. Yeah. Now, um, let's see, when, when, what about history? When was AMVETS established? Do it, does anybody know the exact answer there? No, I do not. It was following uh, World War II. Okay, just after World War II ended, AMVETS was established, if we have our, our information right. Now, the Athens chapter, post-76, right? Yes. Um, do we know the year it was established? It was in the 70s. In the 70s. And it used to be out here on Columbus Road. In the old um, Kentucky Fried Chicken building. No, where KFC is. Out. Yeah. No, here. That was on Columbus Road. Yeah, when it used to be on this road, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. So, um, um, I, I wore a, a shirt last night to a... Uh, um, what do you call it? Um, to a local winery, we'll put it like that. And uh, a number of people spoke up to me because it had my military emblem on it of uh, where I was assigned, which was Sink Pack, Commander in Chief Pacific. Um, it's really neat to have people speak up and say, "Way to go," you know, or "Good job," "Thanks for serving," whatever that sort of thing. And um, now, AMVETS does a lot of neat things. There's a lot of events each year. We just had the big 4th of July. And um, you participate in those sort of events and, and at all levels, right? So let's see here. Parades. Um, of course, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, uh, Homecoming, uh, all these sort of things. Yep. You have a presence in the parade. Mm -hmm. um, 
you have um, various social events um, uh, on, I guess, what is it, the first of the month? First, first Saturday of every month starting first in Saturday. September. Okay. Uh, we have dinners. Uh, it, it will be hosted by the auxiliary, the sons, or the writers, and they take turns. They rotate to have the dinners first Saturday of every set of every month. Well, um, there's a social aspect to this, which is friendship and and camaraderie. Camaraderie, yeah. But you also have a lot of purposes that you want to serve and help people. Uh, that are struggling and and youth and all sorts of different things so why don't we rattle off some of those organizations that you folks really like to help out with so one I read about I think was diabetes right we uh, we donate to the diabetes I believe it's for the OU for research and everything for diabetes and trying to find a Jim, pull that mic just a bit closer. Trying to find a solution to, you know, maybe cure diabetes or help people survive with it. Okay, now, um, let's see. There's some other things. I uh, see. I see a list here. Uh, Terry, why don't you talk about race for a cure? Okay, can you do that, or is that asking? I'm not familiar with the race for the okay. cure project, so I'm gonna. But I have a list, so I'll, after you finish that, I'll I'll take over. Okay, cool. Well, race for a cure. Uh, that was, I believe, the can for the cancer. Yes. Yes. And we've done it. As far as I remember, we've done it every year. We always donate to them for research for cancer and hopefully finding a cure. There's been a lot of talk recently. We've been promoting it heavily here on our stations about the peanut butter and jelly program, right? Yes. And uh, you're really engaged with that one. We have a uh, box inside our post, and that way our members can come in and bring PB&J. And also, uh, I believe the veterans, we're going to have a meeting here in a couple weeks, and I'm going to see if uh, what we can put toward that to try and fill that box up. Um, Terry, um, you were going to mention a few projects, right? Yes. Yeah, so I can. I'm uh, a proud daughter of, a, of an Army veteran who okay. served in Korea and the proud mother of two Marines. Oh, so neat. that's my part, uh, and that's how I was able to join the AMVETS very proudly. How so. long have you been involved? Six years. Okay. Yeah, six years. And, and at the time you started, was it just your father who, um, you know, allowed, uh, met the, the restrictions? Right. Okay. No, both But of since my then, kids. your sons? No, both of my kids, my son and my daughter, are okay. both Marines. Really? And yes. And they've, they've, since they've done their term, and now they're civilians, but once Marine, always Marine. So forgive me for any Marines that just heard me say that. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm super proud. And, and when I moved to Athens County six years ago, I was looking for something to give back to the veterans. Yeah. And I found the AMVETS through my husband. And then I met these amazing people, and I taught John and Jim how to speak in public. <laughs> so, okay. but i've met so well john's people. being a little more shy this morning right. 
yeah. we'll get him over here. Okay. Um, but uh, so in, in uh, joining the auxiliary, uh, some incredible people. Our most recent president, this is her second term, Michelle Williams. Uh, she's led the charge over the last couple of years that uh, we've done a program, Kicks for Kids, in, uh, with the Athens County Children's Services. Mm-hmm. And our veterans are good enough to allow us to put a box up at the post to collect uh, shoes, various sizes and, and styles for the kiddos, for especially when school starts. But I, I reckon it works all year round. And then, um, of course, our veterans donate money as well as the auxiliary the sons and the riders as a group we all contributed to made an extremely successful drive uh, last year and I know we're doing it again this year um, for the auxiliary uh, what our role is with any group everybody ha- plays their part everybody brings something to the table so the in the auxiliary a lot of what we do is maintain our veterans and their families so we do projects for easter and christmas for our kiddos Uh, we have easter egg hunts and santa comes in and we give gifts and feed them and and with the help of our other organizations Mm -hmm. uh, we also provide uh, meals and um, we help host the memorial day and veterans day events that we hold at the post uh the funeral services um, oftentimes afterwards families appreciate coming to the post for the camaraderie if it's a veteran or a a member that uh, comes in so we help those with those or help them out with that (laughs) so and then of course our riders our riders are a cocktail of all of our parent organizations so our writers, some a cocktail. of our I like that expression. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or, yeah, with the post, yeah. uh, our chapter seventy six writers, and we've the writers have gotten a lot of accolades and accomplishments that the post has um, come to be very proud of. And one of those is uh, with our membership, the volume that it is. We've grown quite a bit uh, with the understanding of what the writers are and what we do. Uh, for example, most recently, uh, one of our own members, Craig Stout, was a victim of PTSD and suicide uh, a year ago in March, and we threw together very quickly a Save 22 run, and Save 22 is an organization that provides services and other types of assistance for veterans and first responders in need. Uh, we had a big run for them last year, and this year, um, it was a blessing. Uh, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her. His uh, widow actually headed up the efforts this year, in which our post, our veterans, our ladies auxiliary, our sons, and our writers, and the community. We can't stress enough about the community. We raised six thousand dollars to donate to Save Twenty Two for their efforts in veteran suicide mm-hmm. and first responders. Uh, we do a Patriot Run every year. That's going to be coming coming up soon we do a giggles run which is we participate in that we don't actually sponsor that but giggles was uh, melissa wojak was a member of the uh, post 76 she was a veteran and she was killed uh, during a domestic violence issue Uh, so we do a run every year for her and the proceeds to that go to some sort of domestic violence cause uh, so, so those are some of the things. We do a community run every year, and if there's a, a community effort uh, that needs a little bit of assistance or attention, this is the way 
the entire post can give through the riders uh, to contribute to everybody well there's um uh, a lengthy list folks of the things that they have done to help the community and their members and um but it, it's it's much greater than just themselves and that's really cool the um and once again we're talking about a large organization 258 members and um now spouses of someone who've been in the service um in your case terry it was your father mm -hmm. and then since then two of your children right mm -hmm. um forgive me was your husband a veteran no he wasn't okay just checking mm -hmm. nope. um so how long have you been engaged with this six years okay yes and did you have any idea what it was going to be like i didn't i was looking for something um i was looking for something to get more involved in yeah. as far as the veterans having three of my closest people in my life dedicated their life to the country so i wanted to give back somehow and i was actually on the search for something my husband was already a member he's a son's member his father is also an army veteran he was actually it. drafted and for the korean war and uh so my his husband, father was drafted his father was drafted yeah. yes so i i was drafted oh wow yeah but not for korean for the vietnam oh it doesn't matter yeah either thank you for your service oh, well thank you <laughs> i mean i okay i've told this story on the air a couple times but i'll do it one more time Please. so i was running wcol in columbus right and um Oh, I get this notice. You're, you know, my birth date had been drawn, and I the lottery. the lottery, yeah. So I was to report in a rather short period of time. So I walked two blocks down to the old post office in Columbus, where Bricker Law is now, caddy corner from the state house, and um, talked to each of the branches, uh, and decided to continue with the army thing and signed up for three years and um, that gave me a 90-day delayed entry so I could find my replacement for WCOL and um, get my things in order you know what I mean and then boom I was in and my my experience was absolutely fascinating and um I ended up with uh, working at SyncPAC, Commander-in-Chief Pacific, Admiral McCain, and uh, John McCain, the senator's father. And, um, well, it was just fascinating. Anyway, um, and so I look back, I, you know, I'm sure there's many people that have some terrible stories. But I look back at what I did as being really fascinating, and I felt I did a good job, and I, I was proud of it. You know what I mean? You should be. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, when John McCain's son got off the plane, he had been a POW, and um, we're talking about Senator McCain from Arizona who just recently passed. I guess it's been a year now, hasn't it? Yeah. 
anyway longer is it okay well anyway uh, I was the third person to shake his hand when he came down the steps his father was first of course yeah well um anyway so let's see i i think i'm a member of american legion okay um and there are other organizations that i guess i could belong to uh, but i've uh, i think so far i've only done the one but i'm not certain I have you're to, about to do a second uh, one i gathered that <laughs> and i i want to um so you know each of these organizations do a lot of good things um but why um what are some of the things you folks are particularly proud of and why do you want to push your organization over the choices others might have um all the groups are in it for the same reason yeah but as post seventy six, uh, we point have, that mic more towards you there. We have a lot of good com uh, camaraderie. Uh, we try and do more uh, every year uh, with the writers, you know, writers auxiliary sons, keeping us in the loop of things that are going on, and we, you know. We are a small post. I would like to see our post grow, mm -hmm. and maybe we could start helping more around the community and everything else. Mm -hmm. But when you compare, I mean, you're proud of what you got, too, though. You know, 258 in a community of our size, that's, I mean, it can be bigger, certainly, but that's not a bad number, you know? I have to interject. That's just the veterans. That's not including our sons' membership, oh, our ladies' yes. membership. Well, so. then that, that's even a better story, yes, you know? I agree. Wow. Well, um, so can we put numbers to those others and say, well, if you add everybody together, we're up at uh, whatever. So our sons, I can't speak for the sons membership. I'm not sure about that. Um, but the ladies auxiliary, we are currently standing at 90 members. And for the auxiliary, uh, you need a DD-214. Uh, you can be the wife, uh, mother, widow, grandmother, sister, daughter, stepdaughter, or granddaughter. Mm -hmm. Or you can be a female veteran if you choose to join the auxiliary rather than the veterans part of our organization which um, I strongly encourage female veterans to take your place in the veterans uh, count sure uh, but it is an option and the same goes for the veterans who want to join into the sons uh, their option as well in order to be a writer you have to have a parent organization you have to be a member in good standing of the veterans the auxiliary and the sons but, again, going back to the son's memory. I would assume one more thing. They probably have to have a motorcycle. Well, that's interesting you say that. Okay. Because in order to be a rider, you have to be a rider is to have a motorcycle, a motorcycle endorsement, and your insurance is up to date. Sure. Those are the three requirements to be a rider. Or married to one, like me. Okay. So, uh... And we do have female writers whose 
husbands <laughs> are on okay. their ticket. I so, get it. Uh, also, uh, you can be what's called a writer supporter, and we value our supporters as much as we do our writers. And we can only have 49% of our membership be supporters. To be a supporter, all you need is a membership in good standing with a parent organization. The difference between a rider and a supporter, besides the motorcycle factor, is that the riders, we actually say member on our, on our shirts and mm-hmm. things like that that we get from our department. Uh, we, the supporters will actually indicate they are a supporter. But make no mistakes, Chapter 76 has the best supporters. John and Jim are two of them, (laughs) best supporters in the state. And I feel very comfortable saying that because I'm the Ohio Department uh, of Riders membership first vice. (laughs) So in the state, we stand out, our post, our chapter. Well, um, Jim, one more time. What is the what is your title with the organization? I am the commander of Amvets Post Seventy Six. Okay, is that a multi-year thing or is it an annual thing it's, they pick or what? It's annual, one year at a time, and we have our first round of nominations in April, and then the second round of nominations in May, and right after second round, we have elections to put everyone in sure. the post. Now, the person that served in that position before you, um, did they serve more than one year at a time in that post? Charlie Turner is our past commander, and he was there for two years. And you can only run for two years, and then you have to step down. I see. And then you can come back and run again sure. for commander. Well, um, now, let's see. Do, do you have regular monthly meetings? We do. Uh, the third Wednesday of every month at 7 o'clock for our regular veterans. Mm-hmm. And um, a typical meeting, would do most members attend, or do they just read the minutes as they flow? Uh, John will read the minutes and everything, but we have a regular meeting, and we discuss different things like... Uh, we do talk about our finances, and we talk about donations uh, that we're going to make, and we also have our uh, health and wellness that we talk about. Some of our members that may be in the hospital or may not be up to par, and you know, and we try and get cards out to them to wish them well and, and hope everything is going good with them. And uh, Right. Well, um, so monthly meetings, third Wednesday of each month. Now, um, let's talk about community engagement. Um, Things that you folks have jumped in and said, we want to help in this area. And we mentioned diabetes. We mentioned, um, I think, the peanut butter and jelly thing. Uh, race for a cure did we bring that one up yes we did okay um and then there's one i for some reason or other i've not heard of this kicks for kids children's services uh they put out a they do it every year well i know last year uh trying to get new shoes for local kids so they can start out the school year sure and uh Last year, we had a box in the post. Uh, several of our members 
come in and brought off she uh, mm-hmm. dropped off shoes. I believe the veterans. Uh, we talked at our meeting and we donated a thousand dollars to kicks for kids. Jim, didn't we do backpacks too? Why is that coming to mind? We had talked about the backpacks, but I don't think we've started those yet. Okay. Is this uh, in preparation for school getting started yes. again? Yes. Okay. So uh, backpacks for kids, I think, is what John mentioned, right? Yeah, that's just uh, getting, like, pencils and crayons and stuff that they need to start the school year off with and having it all put in a backpack and handed out to to the kids. Cool. Well, um, you know, I like socialization, right? It's fun to go out to dinner. It's fun to see people. Um, and I almost do it to a fault, right? Um, but anyway, um, this sounds like an organization that would be fun to be a member, and I qualify for that. Yes, you do. So, um, I guess I'll join. How about that? All right. And, um, and I also like doing a lot of community projects, so... There, there is one more thing we do in the community. Uh, one of our veteran uh, members is a writer, and on the holidays he goes to nursing homes, and we take flags to all of our veterans in the nursing homes. Neat. And Neat. we actually go in their rooms and talk to them for a few minutes and thank them for their service. And uh, one of our writers is a son's, and he made blocks that drilled a hole in it and the flags will stand in that block so we can put them right on their nightstand and everything for them well let's see here somewhere i've got a a list of a couple things and i'm not sure exactly of a few of these things here's a term v-a-v-s vavs okay we're all confused how about um let's see freedoms foundation no. Okay. Um, these are all under a category. It says American Veterans in Action. Um, well, anyway, we'll, we'll put that list away. Maybe a subgroup of the Vietnam Veterans of America. Okay. But there's a number of those ones across the country. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, folks, if you didn't hear that, uh, we're just guessing that's uh, involved with the Vietnam veterans, but uh, we'll we'll anyway. There's so many great organizations and worthwhile things that you folks, as the AMVETs, uh, participate in. If someone has an idea in your third Wednesday of the month, they can come to the meeting and bring it out, right? Yes, they can, and uh, if it's an auxiliary, a sons or a writer, they just contact one of us. Ninety percent of the time, they contact me about being a guest at our meeting to present what they're bringing in mm-hmm. for us to vote on. Sure. Talk about the scholarships. Uh, yes. Oh, scholarships. Yeah. We uh, we as the AMVETS, we do scholarships. We do a uh, five thousand, three thousand. No, three thousand, two thousand, one thousand, and two five hundred dollar scholarships every year. And uh, John Giardino is in charge of that. He takes uh, applications around to the schools, 
And then once they fill them out, there's a panel of four that we read every one of the essays. Mm -hmm. And then we grade them. And then we pick the top five for the scholarships. So, Jim, tell me about your military experience. Uh, I served a little over eight years. Uh, I was all Navy, four years in San Diego. Uh, did two tours over overseas, did two Westpacs. And then I went Guard 3 and transferred over to Norfolk, or I did two cruises over here. Uh, I served on four ships. One ship I did two tours on, and uh, they finally put me out on a medical discharge. Hmm. Um, John, just step up and talk about your military experience, just for a moment. Um, Excuse the voice. Sure. I was Air Force for four years. Four years. As soon as I left high school in um, August of 65, I went in, spent almost 18 months in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, initially, I was in missile missile fuels, but when I got to Arkansas at the missile base there, um, I realized then I couldn't go to Vietnam because we didn't have Titan II missiles mm-hmm. in Vietnam. So I, I, I cross-trained over into another field so I could go, and I volunteered for Vietnam. Spent about 18 months there. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Quite an experience, yeah. Um, Terry, I'm guessing you have a couple of stories that from your either your children or your father or whatever. So starting with my dad, one of my favorite stories to tell about my dad in the military was he was only 17 when he went in. Mm-hmm. Um, he fudged his birth certificate. Oh. <laughs> so, And he did it because my grandfather had passed away of an untimely death and uh, he needed to go do something to make money. My grandmother was running a farm, pig and cow farm, mm-hmm. and I had ants surrounding him. So and an uncle who was very young. So he went to the military uh, when he signed up. They were trying to get his height. And my dad is obviously a kind of a short statured man. And he was standing up to get his height and the sergeant that was checking him in popped him on the top of the head and he said, Russell, you have to be five foot three to get in my army. And my dad stood there. He was shocked. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> so the sergeant said, popped him on the head again and said, Russell, I said you have to be five foot three to, to get into my army. My dad stood up on his tiptoes. Yeah. He said, there you go, Russell. Now you can get into my <laughs> army. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's my favorite story. And my dad is very prideful of his time in Korea. And with him being a young uh, man, uh, he said his veteran friends took very good care of him and and I lost my dad last year but one of the guys uh, that was that he served with in Korea came to his celebration of life and it was very emotional and of course but uh, the military is a is a family all its own (laughs) and I wish I understood it like you all understand it Um, but then my kids both of my kids have met lifelong friends. I'm originally from Perry County, um, so they had lifelong friends, or so they thought, until they joined the military, and 
and uh, it broadened their horizons and it was a it was a very good thing for them and they both got their college education paid for when they come out so they're very proud marines and uh, they're doing very well for themselves so um, so those are my stories for the for my part in veteran I, I wish I had joined but I back in the 80s when I was in school in Perry County it wasn't heard of you just you just didn't see a whole lot of uh, females going into the military so kudos to the, the the women that are my age that went and served their time I appreciate you very much well um, yeah I am um, I don't want to keep talking about myself it's it's it was a terrific experience and I'm very proud of my time with it the um, but you know once a veteran no 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 that's that doesn't make any sense once you've served you are a veteran for life and um, the camaraderie of being associated with a veterans organization uh, I think is a, a worthwhile thing and and it can be really special it depends on how you want it to be so having said that once again um, let's see the qualifications to be a member of AMVETS uh, very simply stated are uh, uh, you need a copy for DD-214 and fill out an application at the post and it'll be $40 a year and then once you turn your application and everything in we will take them to our next scheduled meeting and you get voted on by the rest of the yeah. post now <clears throat> I've heard that term DD-214 many times. I probably have one somewhere, but finding it may be a little bit complicated. Is uh, the Athens County Courthouse um, or, or any, um, any courthouse? No. The courthouse in which you were the county born? Yeah, when you, when you came out of the military, did you go to the courthouse and file your 214? Man, that was so long ago. I have no idea. <laughs> but I mean, I've—I know I've had copies of it. But what if someone is just struggling to find it? You can go out to the VA office okay. in the Plains, and okay. they can help you find one. Actually, I think Robert. Um, oh, he used to work there. Um, Bob. Out in the Plains. Um, right. Kind of in that little thing behind McDonald's. There was a veteran's office. I think he helped me get a copy of my DD-214. Bob Lawrence? It could be. Okay. I th um, that name just popped in my brain. And, and if you... Uh, I'll tell this to all the veterans, that uh, when you do come back, go to the county courthouse up to the... Uh, recorder, uh, Office of Recording, yeah. and have them uh, turn your DD-214 in so they can make a copy, and that way if you ever need another copy, you can go up there and get uh, 
a certified copy of your DD-214 anytime you need it. Well, someone helped me somewhere along the way, and I'm thinking it was Bob St. Lawrence. Anyway. In the time of technology that we have now, in the time of uh, that we have now, everything's computerized. Yes. Um, folks that need DD-214 of a descendant who was a veteran uh, and they're not with us, you can go on to va.gov. There is some information that they need from you. You will need to find out date of birth. It'd be nice to find, you guys call it your serial number, but that's not what it's called. What, your service number. Your service number. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you might need that information, but at mm. minimum you'll need the date of birth, uh, where they served, what branch they served, and if you could get the social security number of the veteran, they can go online. It's a process, but yeah. and it take a while, but they're very nice to have. Sure. Well, um, folks, we would encourage uh, you to, to enjoy and be proud of that uh, that time in the service and meet others that are also and um, and then do good things for the community and each other um, once again things that um, uh, people can bring ideas members can bring ideas uh, really non-members can bring ideas to you all and then um, make a pitch for support and and then the the membership votes on it and so on and so forth right yep, that's correct and uh, it just sounds like a neat thing. The post itself, the Ladies Auxiliary and the Riders Chapter 76 all have Facebook pages as well. For people who are savvy with Facebook, you're welcome to get on there. Send us messages of ideas and thoughts that you have also. Mm -hmm. and, I believe, concerns. and I believe the AMVETS, our, our regulars post, mm -hmm. has a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Yes, I don't, I don't know who controls it. Though. Yeah, I, I don't know who controls it either. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there's many ways to uh, learn about them. And um, if you simply Google Athens AMVETS, A-M-V-E-T-S, uh, you'll see lots of options. All right. Um, what have we failed to bring out that we need to? We've got uh, about three, four minutes left. So the last thing I want to say is that our efforts are not only at the chapter level and it's not just bragging rights that we have. We all have reportable uh, things that we do that we report to our department that then goes to national. By uh, reportable, I mean miles, minutes, money, volunteers, time we put into our efforts for yeah. our veterans and our communities we turn that information into the state and all those things combined are converted into a dollar value mm. which is then carried on to national so we can go to capitol hill with these numbers and so they know how involved we are with our veterans and when there's something up for debate uh, we have ammunition to go to capitol hill and say this is what we want for our veterans and this is how how we know what they need because we are this involved so the more involvement we have the more we can fight for our veterans is there any um awards or competitions between chapters um you know is athens really proud of what they've done of course they are but i mean has it also been recognized by others you know what i'm trying to say uh 
Terry and her husband have been to a national convention, and when they said, we're from Post 76, they're like, 76 in Athens? It's like, so we are known pretty well around the, the nation. Okay. And the post number, 76 is kind of a low number. Does that have something to do with the year it was created? Not the, not the number itself, but the fact that it's been around forever? No? It's coincidental. It just happens to be a number that was available at that point. Okay, okay. So it doesn't uh, particularly mean anything in terms of the number itself. Okay. Yeah. And this year we, uh, we helped the uh, state and vets golf tournament. And we did a sponsor, and we are sponsoring holes seven and six. Seven and six, yeah. Where's that being held? Up, up in East Palestine, Ohio, up in oh, Salem. Yeah. Up in there. Yeah. It's become famous recently, yes, hasn't it? East Palestine. Yeah. Well, for not a good reason, though. But um, anyway, cool. Well, we once again, we've got a minute and a half. Anything that... Um, we want to re-emphasize that we did bring up. People, if you are interested in being a member, um, on the third Wednesday, they could come and be a guest, right? And sort of, or maybe it's even better that they come to a non-business meeting. You know what I mean? Uh, every Tuesday night, they have several officers down there. Uh, a lot of people get there. And they can come down. They can come down anytime, actually, and just get. Uh, if you go in and say you'd like to join, they'll let you in, and uh, usually takes someone to sponsor you, which there's usually a member in there about every day. Yeah. And I don't see anybody having any problem getting a sponsor. And then all we need is your DD two fourteen and the application, and then we can vote on it at the next meeting. Well, uh, our guest today, Jim Secoy, who is the post commander, right? That's correct. And uh, Terry Barringer. And Terry, you, your role is, what's the title? I'm the first vice of the auxiliary. I'm the first vice of the riders, and I'm the Department of Ohio first vice for the riders. That's all? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be more. <laughs> anyway, and John Giardino, who's a longtime friend. And um, you're, you're, what's that title? Adjutant. The adjutant for the post. <laughs> post 76, Athens, AMVETS. Listen, I appreciate you folks coming by and um, let us know how it turns out. And I, of course, will um, find my DD214 and become a member. <laughs> All right. I look forward to it. Um, let's see, folks. Um, tomorrow, a free for all. And uh, so Don Holbert will be in here with me, and we'll go over things and um, wrap up the week. And um, I guess it's going to be hot again today. It was, it's 